So the sister basically emails in and mentions that she has been experiencing experiencing some jinn activity um, at night in the early hours of the morning when she is trying to sleep and she mentions that this is occurring on a daily basis every day she comes and gets raped by this 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 figure now um, some people, you know, may, may may be familiar with this kind of thing, and, but some may be familiar on a bit of, on a bit of a lesser scale. There's something that, that that people call sleep paralysis, which is when you're sleeping at night and you kind of, you know, you can't move, you can't control anything, whatever have you. Um, that's usually when a jinn comes and it kind of, you know, it, it, it messes with you at night, and that's something that a lot of people have experienced, probably at least at one point in their life. Some people they experience it more commonly than others, and for some people it's quite a consistent problem and reoccurring problem that happens. Now, this is that kind of a problem, okay? Now she mentioned this is becoming an increasingly common problem. She tried to speak to her mother about it, but her mother kind of just blew her off and and just said that basically she's just kind of experiencing this. So that's kind of just like her mind playing games on her, making her think because she's just getting desperate, uh, which is obviously not the case for her. She's adamant that that's not the case. Uh, she's actually feeling this, and she she wakes up in the morning. Um, there have been cases where people actually find um, a discharge between their legs. That could just be that you had a wet dream. You're actually feeling the pain. You're actually feeling the physical feeling that comes along with it. Sometimes that can happen in a dream and then you wake up with the physical bruising and the physical kind of thing. Or it might not be a dream. It could actually be that you actually are experiencing it while you're awake, but you're in a state of almost sleep paralysis where you can't do anything or you feel kind of weak and you're just basically being overpowered. And it's basically doing that with you. Now she mentioned that, you know, she started to pray. And when she started to pray, it got a bit better. And every day she still has to do the ghusl and cleaning herself and having to take her out of this major ritual impurity by doing the ghusl, which is the, 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 the bath of purity to uplift yourself from major in ritual impurity. She wants to now know how this filthy act could come to an end. She wants to know how this can be stopped. Two things are happening here. Two things are happening here. Number one, you're disobeying Allah, so the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, is not as strong for you as it would be for someone who's obeying Allah. Number two, you're actually attracting the evil uh, jinn, the evil shaitan, to fall in love with you. Some points uh, of how you can overcome this you know, sleep paralysis, these night attacks. Um, the first thing is that you must remove from your house anything that attracts the shaitan. So what attracts shaitan if, 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 if sins are happening in your house, music is being played in your house, pictures are put in your house because the angels, they don't come. TV attracts shaitan. TV's got, you know, music, filthy things being shown. It is a thing that attracts shaitan. That's the first thing. The second thing is that you strictly, strictly perform all the adhkar, all the remembrances, all the du'as, the supplications, the words of remembrance that will cause you to be protected from shaitan, okay? There are those that you read in the morning after Fajr, those that you read after Asr, some stuff that you read after Maghrib, and some stuff that you read before night. The third thing is that you read the adhkar and the supplications and the du'as that are specific to overcoming an enemy. So you read this before sleeping, or suddenly if you wake up at night, you're feeling scared or if you feel the attack or the attack is taking place then you read this um, the fourth thing is take a ruqya bath the fifth thing is to use ruqya oil before going to sleep the sixth thing is that you know you wake up for the night prayer 
for the tahajjud prayer. The reason why this is good is because um, the shaitan will see that the way that you're responding to these attacks is by actually worshipping Allah. So remember the shaitan, the reason he comes to you is because ultimately he wants to take you away from Allah. Or when it realizes that you are actually responding by increasing in your servitude, in your slavery, in your submission, in your ibadah to Allah, it will then start to back off because it will realize, right, it's not working. This is why the Prophet said to Umar ibn Khattab, the great noble companion, he said, Umar, when you walk on one side of the street, shaitan walks on the other side of the street. The reason for that is because that when the shaitan would come to Umar, he would try to whisper to Umar to do evil. And then when Umar would hear that, he would do the opposite, but double in terms of good. Shaitan would tell him to do wrong, he'd say, no, I'm going to do good, but not only am I going to do it, I'm going to multiply the good that I do. So every time Shaitan would come and whisper, he would see that Umar is responding and actually multiplying in his goodness. So he was like, subhanAllah, this guy is actually getting better than more than I whispered to him. So he walks on the other side of the road, he doesn't come anywhere near to Umar al-Khattab.